You're listening to episode number 47 of Radical Shift, how to create your own abundance economy and thrive. So if you're feeling a ding in the checkbook right now, you will love this podcast because I'm in a shift that's thinking, thinking from being broke to recognizing where the money is, honey. It's about time it starts to flow into your bank account. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so grateful that we get this time together. I have been out and about more lately, and I will tell you, it feels so good to see my family and friends. I got to see my mom yesterday for Mother's Day. I had a friend come over over the weekend and we did some social distancing conversation. It was so, so awesome. We're slowly coming out of our homes and seeing each other. And another thing that is happening is that we're slowly getting back into more of a routine, more with work. I, I myself am still, I still got the kids at home. It's going to be like that for another 100 in two days until school starts. No, who's counting? Not me. But uh, it is it is what it is. And so there and there are many people like that many people who have little kids at home and your attention isn't going to be focused on 40 hours a week job anytime soon. I hear you. I get that. But some of us also are getting a little bit more time, a little bit more hours. Maybe you're able to get a nanny to come over. Maybe you're able to find little pockets of time. Maybe you found a new routine and you're slowly getting back to work, which is wonderful. And which is why I want to have this conversation with you, because as we get back to work, there is this misunderstanding that we are all broke, (laughs) that we all suddenly overnight went broke. And yes, there are a lot of people. In fact, 70% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And if anything, this epidemic has profoundly put a spotlight on what what a problem that is in the US. Uh, so and student debt is another issue. I mean, there's so many issues that have been shuffled to the surface that we are now firmly taking a look at people's mindset, people's ability to adjust, people's ability to make money in crisis. These are all things that we have discovered in this crisis. And what I want to help you is with a couple of things. Number one, if you are feeling like there isn't enough, isn't enough clients out there, you aren't making the money, you can't make it happen, or who's going to spend money on you now? If you are questioning that, then this podcast is for you. You're going to love what I have to say. But also, if you don't run a business, maybe you have a career, and you're wondering if you're going to still have that job come Christmas, come maybe even the autumn. And I know a lot of people are walking on that thin ice wondering how their finances will be because there seems to be less money in the world suddenly. Now, here's the interesting fact. There is actually more money on our planet now than there was before the epidemic because the U.S. and I'm sure other countries can just print money. They just print it. 
okay? It's not backed up by gold values or anything like that. They just print as much as they want. So the amount of money didn't go down. It's the amount of spending that went down. So when you look at economies, when you look at the economy in general, rather than looking at what the people are spending on housing prices and if the housing market went down or how much consumer spending went down, look at your own economy. Focus on your own economy. And I'm going to give you three things to focus on in your own economy so you don't get swayed off of track. So you don't curl under the covers with fear and wonder what is this all for? Okay. And so I was in the shop this weekend and there were two shopkeepers having a conversation. They were talking about the economy and one of them said to the other one in kind of a pretty nasty manner, he said, look, if you don't do your job, I know 2 million other people out there looking for work that will happily take your job which we all know is not true because most of those people would not want to move to the town that we live in. Most of those people wouldn't do his job. Most of the people wouldn't even, they don't, they aren't even looking for work right now. So, um, so that fact in that, that comment in general is just a fear tactic. In fact, all of this information is making us focus more on lack than there is in abundance. Yes, people are tightening their purse strings, which is okay. Yes, people are weighing their decisions on how they spend their money a lot more right now than before. That's okay too. But when you look at your own economy, how is that measuring up? And when you look at your own economy, you want to look at three things. The first thing is your customers. How strong is your customer base? How strong are those relationships with those customers? And if they are wavering right now, what are you doing to strengthen those relationships? So if you're, if you're, they're wavering right now, are you calling up old clients and just asking how they're doing, checking in on them, having a conversation with them? Sending them a small gift in the mail, a little card, a little handwritten note. Are you building up those relationships with those old customers, with the people who have purchased from you before? Because if you haven't listened to my episode, oh, I have no idea which one it was, but uh, there was an episode where I talked about sell the dessert. So it's easier to sell the dessert than it is to sell the main course because the main course, these people don't know you, they have no idea if they can trust you, and you're trying to gain that trust up front. And that's a lot of effort. Whereas if you're selling the dessert, you're selling another thing to people who have already purchased from you. So are you focusing on the customers that have already bought from you and are you selling them dessert? I belong to a bar studio here in town and of course they had to close their doors and focus or pivot. They had to pivot their focus and they went online, they did Zoom calls and they did it tremendously well. They did it fantastically well. I was ready to quit my membership And I wrote to the owner and I said, I don't know, I'm not making it to the Zoom workouts. I don't know if it's worth it right now. And she came back and said, well, what time works for you? 
And they built a class just for that. Not only that, when I showed up for class, she was giving away prizes. If you showed up for the Zoom call, you got a free shirt or a free bag, and they would hand deliver it to your door. And then one random Saturday, anybody who showed up for the Zoom call, they brought a cupcake to their door. I mean, we live in a small town, it's possible to do that, but this is innovative thinking where they were nurturing those relationships and really building on those. And guess what we're doing? We're buying the shirts off of their walls. We're, we're, we're sticking around. She's not reselling memberships to new people. She is keeping the existing customers and she is able to keep her doors open. So when you look at your own economy, what are you doing to strengthen those relationships with people who have already purchased from you before? It could have been last week. It could have been two years ago. Have you reached out to them? Ask them how they're doing. Because here's the thing about selling dessert. That is the easiest thing to sell. And it is the most delicious thing to sell. Because when people buy something, if it's advertising or a home or a car or a TV, they don't just buy one and say, I'm done. I'll never buy a TV again in my life. I'll never buy a home again in my life. I'll never buy a car again in my life. I'll never buy a pot of flowers again in my life. They, that's not the, the, the reality. People buy one thing, they're more likely to buy again. And they will buy again from somebody who they already purchased from. And if you aren't following up with that dessert sale, with the dessert sale, then you are leaving money on the table. So is your, are, how strong is your economy with your current customers? Now, the second thing I want to ask you is how strong is your economy with your own knowledge. Now, what a beautiful thing that happened out of all of this is that a lot of people realize that they can transition online a lot quicker, a lot easier than what they thought possible. I've helped uh, numerous people move their business from uh, bricks and mortar online, and they were amazed at how quick we were able to do it. They built up some fear in their mind that it would take forever to get it done. They felt like they had to get all this money, all this capital, all this big team. And probably what they did is they reached out to an internet firm. And the internet firm said, yep, that'll cost you $100,000. They thought, nope, never going to be able to do that. But yet things have changed. It's so easy to transition online. And so what has happened is they have opened their minds to a whole new way of doing business, yet they had to educate themselves. They had to invest in educating, in doing things a new way. So they had to learn about how Instagram works. They had to learn about how Facebook ads work. They had to learn how to write copy. They had to learn all these new things so they can transition online. And guess what happened when they transitioned online? They started to make more sales with less time because they can make money in their sleep. So that is the second thing is... Are you learning new ways to make money? Are you discovering new ways? Are you teaching yourself how to do it online or how to uh, sell or how to market? I mean, selling and marketing are just like two of the biggest things. I don't know how many people I've spoken to who say, I love my business if it weren't for the sales and if it weren't for the marketing. That is the big thing. If, if you don't like sales and marketing, you don't have a business. I don't care if you are the best plumber in town. If you aren't going to sell that plumbing, you ain't going to be in business. All right. So are you investing in yourself? And if you don't invest in yourself, 
it's more likely than not that other people won't invest in you either. Some of the best investments that I have ever, ever made was coaching. In fact, just this morning, I was in a predicament with a business situation and some partners. And the beauty of it, of having a coach, is I could call him up or I left him a little message at 6.30 in the morning and said, look, I need some help with this. 30 minutes later, I'm getting dressed, we're on a call, I'm doing my hair, my makeup, and he's giving me all sorts of great advice that I could, having a coach, I mean, it is hands down one of the best things if you, in life, in business, if you want to get ahead and create shortcuts in your life, if you don't want to have to learn everything the hard way, hire a coach. Okay, so invest in you, invest in your customers, and then number three, invest in your mindset. Invest in your mindset and your thinking about abundance. Because here's the thing about the current world as it is and why we are so financially riddled is that, that how do I say this? I, being broke is a social disease. Being broke is something you pick up from your families, from your neighbors, from the people that you hang around with. People that you surround yourself with will keep you at a certain level of brokenness. It is a social disease. And it is up to you to break yourself free from that social disease. So really guard who you're spending your time with, who you let into your life, who you let into your thoughts, who you're taking advice from. Guard that. And also invest in your mental wellness. I don't think I could bang this drum loud enough. Of course, I'm going to tell you to keep a gratitude journal. And I even made an app for that, which you can get at thegratitudeapp.com. Get that app or get a notebook, piece of paper, focus, write it down write it down. And if you have not listened to my podcast, I think it's podcast number one or two about the power of gratitude and what the gurus don't tell you, please listen to that because that is all about abundance thinking. And if you feel like you don't have five minutes in a day to focus on what is working for you, you are just going to continually to go down the path of being sick, being broke. So spend that time as much time as possible focusing on what is working out for you. What is good? What you, What are your assets? What is working? What is valuable in your life? Focus on it over and over and over again. And what'll happen is you will start to notice more, it'll appear more, and you will receive more. So to recap, number one, are you investing in your own economy of your customers? Are you calling them up? Are you paying attention to them? Number two, are you investing in your, your education, in yourself? Are you learning new things? Are you getting ahead? And number three, are you investing in your mindset about abundance, about wealth and abundance? Surround yourself with that stuff, everything you read. Don't let any garbage into your head. Turn off the news, read a book. It will help you out so much more in the next few months than keeping up to date with the numbers of how many cases there are, or what did the president say, or what did this other person say? Invest in yourself. Because I tell you what, if you don't, if you're letting those notifications pop up and interrupt your time, 
you are becoming a slave to them rather than them being a slave to you. You choose. You choose when you're interrupted. You choose what information comes into your head. You pick. You direct the course of your future. All right, rock stars. I would love to hear from you how you are feeling right now in this economy, in your abundance mindset. I am planning to launch a 10-day challenge that will shift your mindset thinking. And if you want in on this, reach out to me at Hey Carla White on Instagram. Just send me a message. I want to know from you, how many of you guys would love to have an abundance mindset challenge where we together over the course of 10 days shift our thinking into a different level of abundance, of a different way of manifesting money. If that is something you are interested in, go to Instagram, hey Carla White, and let me know. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, All you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.